Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 32 of the Bender Blend podcast. I am your host, Jordan Bender. Uh, thanks, Henry, Clint, and Audrey for being here on this episode with me. Uh, I was a little bit off the cuff. We, I, uh, I told a story from my life. <laughs> it was kind of a crazy one, fun one. I'll never forget it. Um, the details were a little muddy, but it was a little because it was, I don't know, eight years ago, nine years ago. Anyways, we all uh, shared some stories from our lives that kind of shaped us a little bit and were just kind of fun to tell. Anyways, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, and also stay stay busy, get creative, you know, keep working. As uh, Eamon Winkle says, hashtag keep drawing or keep doing whatever you're doing. Cheers, everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look at those sound waves go. Thanks, Henry. That was a good one. Oh, yeah. Episode 32 has begun. 32. 32. 32 is way better than the age <laughs> I was when. What's that? I said 32 is way better than poop. Yeah. That um, it is. That bear is not worth repeating again. I don't, I don't know what that means. Well, say it one more time. <laughs> I, I, really didn't, I really didn't care. So, hi, guys. Welcome back. Thank you. It's been a while. Yes, it We took has. some time off. Hopefully you guys have some good shit to share. Just yeah. kidding. Um, no pressure. Um, I don't know. I thought today maybe we could uh, pick and choose and take your time. Um, maybe I'll start. I was going to say maybe we share some stories that were um, that happened to us. True. You can embellish. And then uh, and how they kind of fit into the realm of, like, did you guys ever write anything about it or create anything off of it. I know Clint's got some epic stories from hmm. being on tour. Um, I've got one <clears throat> that is slowly has worked its way into a lot of my life. <laughs> um, and I think it's time to tell. Well, I won't tell it. I, there's going to be some details that I miss because it's been so long, but Figured we share some stories and uh, so just a true story and yeah, a good true story and and um, maybe something like I guess where it's coming from is like the whole storytelling. Um, just because I've been watching a lot of shit and it's it's been flowing around in my head of like the importance of remembering. Things right, yeah. in your life and going through old shit and being like, oh, fuck, and it re-inspires you to, or it's just a fun memory, <clears throat> and it kind of gives you that, brings you back to a place of like, where was I? And I think, you know, mentally and all that, emotionally, yeah, it's kind of fun to, because I was going through old notebooks, and I found some old notes that I took, and I wish I had journaled better, but um, that way the story I have to share is like, it's it's based it's straight from my memory, so there's gonna be things I can't remember exactly, but it's pretty locked in there. Um, yeah, I'm bad about remembering things. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Well, yeah, I, I just feel like I never journaled or really write anything down. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you should start. Well, you took yeah. pictures. Yeah, I take that's, pictures. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's a method. Yeah, but yeah. something for something you can't take a picture with for, um, or of. But yeah, do you guys want me to start? While well, you guys think of one you want to share about, because <clears throat> there's one that Clint told me about a band thing. I don't know if he wants to tell it on this episode. Which one? Uh, the house in the. 
<sighs> getting the door kicked oh, in. Oh, well, that was before? in um, no. That was in Denver, wasn't it? it? Was, you yeah. told me, but you never yeah. told. Yeah, I remember that. Story. You never told our listeners, and I think I that's. Want to hear it again? Yeah, well, and that's, you can, that's a good story. I was going to tell a different story. Okay, well, it, just because we didn't ever <clears throat> okay. write anything about that, but there, yeah. um, it's a great story. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it, I have and, another story that we did write about. And here's the thing. Let me just take the, make it easier. It doesn't have to be anything like, did you create something off of it? If not, is this is just kind of a, I was like, yeah, nobody, we've never really had a storytelling of ourselves so much episode. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. People listening are like, they know us, but it's like, well, maybe they don't know about this thing. Well, I'll it's tell you what, because unique. I already did tell a story about something that we created, which was the, the cassette haunted radio. Yep, that was awesome. Or yeah, um, the radio. I can tell the the Denver story. You should. It's yeah. a <laughs> it's a fucking intense story. Um, but yeah, do you guys want to hear mine? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So and it and also why it's in fresh in my mind is I just saw my buddy <clears throat> who it happened with. Um, his brother lives up here and it reminded me, I was like, holy shit, I've known this guy almost 10 years <clears throat> and we've gone through some weird shit together. And the weirdest thing that happened, um, with my friend, Brandon, I won't say his last name, not that he get, there's no, we didn't do anything illegal. Um, but we so I was, it was when I was living down in Costa Mesa when I first moved to California for the first time back in 2010. So I moved out there. I met Brandon in Colorado. Uh, shit didn't work out. He like moved back to California and he kind of knew when I met him in Colorado, I was talking to him about, oh yeah, I might move to California at some point. And he calls me and he's like, hey, I'm I'm living back here in Thousand Oaks. Um, he's like, and I've been going down to Huntington Beach a lot, Costa Mesa, and I met this cool dude. Needs a roommate, you wanna move out? Fuck yeah. That's all it took. I was young enough to be like, yeah, <laughs> fucking why not? So I did that. So I land and about a month in, I'm still unemployed. And Brandon's like, hey, I've got an opportunity um, for you to make a little money. <clears throat> he was working with this. He was consulting for this guy who ran a, who, he was a, fuck. He he, he was basically, a real fuck. He was a real fuck. The dude, I know, I, it's funny because the story had, after that point, it had little to do with this dude. But the reason we went to Vegas, he said, it's in Vegas. We got to be there for three days. I was like, oh, that's easy. Three days, sure. I don't have, I was like, I have very little money. He's like, it's fine. We have a hotel. Um, just bring yourself and <clears throat> maybe get a haircut. And I was like, okay. He's like, and bring a nice suit or a nice... And I was like, what? So check, check, and check. And we leave like one morning early. We drive out to Vegas. And I'm like, so what's going on? He's like, well, the guy I'm working with is a sales trainer for um, car dealerships. Like, And I can't remember if he was like a specific company, but he basically would teach dudes how to sell cars better. Oh, nice. And he was really good at it. Um, so I went to the seminar. He was like, Brandon was like, we got to go. So we helped this dude set up. And I had little, I, all I did was like stood there and like, I think I held like a little like sound mic or something for him to like have the, like I worked the sound for the guy. He had a little PA system and the dude was going on and like 
I was listening to him talk about, you know, to be to be approachable and this and all. And, like, he basically was <clears throat> teaching all these dudes, like, you can't just sell cars. Like, pe- yes, people need them, but he's like, do you want to have hit these numbers? And he broke it down. And it, for a while, I was like, I think I have the inside track on, like, now I know, like, how to avoid some bullshit. Yeah. But for the most part, the dude was pretty honest. It wasn't like, here's tricks to trick people. He was just like... It's all about like your attitude. Anyways, the bolt, the basic shit of like, like just be a better sell. Like, like for people that suck at because some people and I'm personally, I don't, I could never sell shit well to people, because most of the time I'm like, I don't really believe in what I'm selling. <laughs> and that was his whole point. He's like, you gotta really want to be in this business. If you're not, like, good luck. But if you really want to sell cars and you want to be, you know, so people can tell. <clears throat> exactly. So we're there for that. And I was like, "How? so what else are we here for? He's like, well, I'm consulting with this dude, but I'm trying to pitch him some shit. And this is where you come in. And I was like, okay. And he's like, so <laughs> my friend has this texting app. And this is 2010. So this was like a big deal when apps were starting to pop up of like how to like have a virtual like for this guy, the guy we were working for, in air quotes, was in his, like, late 50s. So he was kind of like, oh, technology, you, I'll, I believe what you have to say. Like, tell me about technology. And Brandon kind of shoved me into this position of, hey, you're going to tell him about this app that he can use to set up, like, virtual sales calls or something. Something like that. And this is where the details are going to be a little fuzzy. But so I was like... Uh, I don't know anything about that, but okay, what do you want me to tell him? And he's like, just tell him that it's worth his time to like invest in this thing. It's like, okay, I don't know any, like, what is he investing in? Okay, my friend, this is what it came down to. Long story short for this portion, it was a pyramid scheme. Oh. Okay. Because Brandon's friend um, was, I talked to the kid on the phone and he was like, yeah, all you have to do is just, you know, invest 250 bucks. And then, so I give you a recommendation and then you recommend like, and I was like, Oh man. So in the back, I didn't say it over the phone, but I was like, in the back of my head, I started like being like, what, what am I getting into? Yeah. I'm lying to a dude I've never met before. Who's a legit like sales trainer has like, makes a lot of money doing it. Brandon's consulting him as far as I know in new sales techniques. And some of it was true. Some of it was not. Um, as far, and this is, again, I don't know all the details, but from my perspective, I was like, this seems kind of weird. I'm uncomfortable. So that happened for about a day of talking with this dude, meeting him. And then the guy, and I could see it on his face. The guy, the sales trainer was like, okay, I'll let you guys, you know, and I was just like, oh fuck, he knows I'm full of shit. Like this is, and I was like, what am I doing here? So. Um, little did I know, and maybe this, and now, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't tell this story on, (laughs) (laughs) maybe I should. So anyways, I don't, it's one of those, like, Brandon was going through some interesting things during his life at that point in time. Um, a lot of them I didn't know about, so we'll just put it that way. Like a math addiction? No. Um. No meth addiction, but he was he was in a 
headspace where I'm like, I had no idea what right. to expect from him. Sure. He was, he's one of the most charismatic dudes and he's in, he's really intelligent, but I think he was like a little lost in trying to, and he was hustling. Like he was trying to make deals here and like being consultant. And I know that he's, he's got a background in, um, what's it called? Venture capitalists. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I trusted him. I was like, I trust you. How long we're here for three days? And he was like, yeah. So day, day one over, wake up the next morning and my, um, good friend Dak had ran it, had come into town too, to surprise me. They got in touch and I like Dak's like, Whoa, shit, dude, I haven't seen you since I moved. And it was kind of a cool like thing. And then it started slowly becoming this, like, what is Brandon having us do? What are we up to? Yeah. Those pyramid schemes. I feel like every, every time it's just, it, they don't give you enough information before you're like there and they're giving you the final. So, <clears throat> so to be fair, Brandon had nothing to do with that. He, he just had a friend who was like, and he, cause he asked me, he was like, are you working right now? I was like, no. And he's like, well, check out this thing. And I don't think it occurred to him that that's what was really going on. And I never brought it up with him cause I was just like, does he know? He has to know. But anyways, so Dax there and, day two we're staying and I was like what are we doing today he's like oh we gotta figure out um, a place to stay tonight I was like what do you mean I thought we had a hotel um, no I got one for last night but we're he's like what we're gonna try and do is uh, <laughs> talk our way or meet people and get to know people that will be like yeah you can totally crash with us tonight so Whoa. I was just like, "Whoa, what is happening?" Um, so I was kind of like, and Brandon drove out there, so I was like, kind of stuck. I'm like, "Well, we have to." All right, so we proceeded to try and figure out like how how we're staying in Vegas, and then it turned it three days. I'm gonna skip ahead some things because there's details that I can't remember, but. Lo and behold, three days turns into almost a week oh, in no. Vegas. Oh, no. <clears throat> where are you guys staying? So that's where the fun part of the story is. Um, so Brandon and I had to... Dak was like, I got to go back to Colorado. I'll see you guys later. Like He stayed one night with us and then took off. It was cool, but it was like... And I think maybe he sensed it. He was like, I don't know what you guys are doing, but have fun. Good luck. And it was it. I think from Brandon's perspective, and I can't speak for him, but maybe he thought it was just like, this is a fun adventure just to like shake me out of my like comfort zone. And it did that big time. Cause it was like, <laughs> what do you mean? We were, where are we staying? I was like, where are we going to crash, dude? Like we got to, anyways, it was like, all right. So we spent one night in, in the back of his truck. Like oh, he had, no. and it was like, all right, that's cool. This is crazy. Like we're wandering around Vegas, like. Like, just, I'm kind of following Brandon around, like... It sounds like just, a nightmare for me. <laughs> so, it was it was very, like, I was just like, I don't really know what's going on. Like, I'm relying on this dude, and he's my friend, I think. Yeah, he's my friend. <laughs> but what are we getting in? What are we getting into? Like, I, there's no there was no goal at, after that point. Like, okay, we helped the dude. I tried to pitch this weird thing to him that I didn't even know anything about. That didn't go well, as far as I know. 
And I was like, I don't know if I'm getting paid. I was like, what is this? What is happening? Mm. So <laughs> I think it was day three or four. And this is, again, forgive me for my memory. It's like we stayed. I, maybe we had two nights in the hotel. And the third night was like, no, you're fucked. Or not fucked. But like, no, we got to figure out a new place to stay. Yeah. So we end up going out, out of town or not we actually go to the suburbs and there's this place called Red Rocks. It's like mm-hmm. a hiking area. It's pretty cool. It's out in the desert. It's not too far outside of proper Vegas, but we end up going out there one day and I was just mm-hmm. like, at this point I was like, all right, I don't like, we're just making this happen. Like what? And I kept asking him cause the, the end goal was we're going to drive to big bear after, after this and go crash at my um, dad's place up in big bear and go to the, little snowboarding event up there. Cool. And I was like, then at this point I was like, all right, when's that going to happen? Cause I'm ready to leave. Like, yeah. why are we still in Vegas? <clears throat> and so <laughs> we go hiking around this fucking red rocks and there's these two older ladies, like probably in their fifties, sixties, just trekking around and I'm off. I was like, I'm I was like, I'm kind of getting like weirded. Like, I was like, I need to go like walk and f- Think about, like, do I need to catch a bus back to Cali? Yeah. Like, what the fuck's Brandon? What's what's on his mind? He wasn't really telling me, like, what's going on? Like, I had no plan. Just like, well, we're going to figure shit out. Okay. You're driving. I was like, I don't have any way of getting back to Cali unless I buy a bus ticket. So I was like, I'm sticking it out. So I was walking by myself, and I see Brandon, and he's very good at talking to people. Um. He rolls up to these two ladies and starts chatting. I can see him. I'm like, okay, that's typical. Like, he makes friends with everybody. And he catches up with me, and he's like, hey, so I just met Bo. And I, can nev- I can't remember their names for the life of me. But he was like, dude, they totally said we can crash at one of their places tonight. And I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. This one lady said we reminded her of her kids. And she's like, what are you guys doing? Like, you don't have any place to stay? So on the surface, very nice. Like, she was like, oh, my gosh. Like, somehow Brandon, like, talked her into being like, yeah, we need a place to stay. And this lady was like, oh, you guys are adorable. Like, come stay, come stay with us. Um, we have a little church meeting earlier tonight oh, if you guys no. want to come join us. Um, and, then, and then you can come see, our, come see the house and, like, stay, like, crash on my floor. Like, and... So this is what was relayed to me. And I was like, so I went and met the ladies. And I was like, hey. And they're like, oh, you guys are so nice. Where are you from? Blah. Cool. I was like, yeah, cool, ladies. Um, church meeting later? Okay. Yeah. I don't. So we roll up to this, like, business park, like a strip mall business park. And we go into this, like, office building. And there's, like, chairs set up. And there's maybe 15 people, 20 people at most sitting around and everybody's kind of sharing their story about how they came to their faith and how they found God and this and that and sharing like their past demons and what they've dealt with. And I was just like, oh, okay. It's just, I was like, cool. And they're like, well, we have some new faces in the crowd and they look right at me. Oh no. <laughs> oh. And they're like, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about like what's going on with you and your and I was just like nope no okay. and and I was like uh and I 
So at that point, I was just kind of like, fuck it. Yeah. So I went up and I was like talking to her. Hey, I'm uh, Jordan. I I'm moved out to Cal- yeah, <laughs> moved out to California. I'm out here with my friend Brandon. Like we're just kind of out here for business. Uh, I'm helping Brandon out. Um, that's about it. And they're like, well, okay, well, what you know, like what business? No, not even that. <laughs> they were just like, cool. Well, what you know? Do you did you know? What are you? What are your thoughts on this and that and I don't remember how it got to this point, and I'm sorry I don't, but in the next 10 minutes, it here's what came up. Oh, um, well, Jordan, tonight, if, if you really feel like it and you really and we really want you to experience it, we just just start just start speaking in voices for us. Oh, speaking in tongues. I'm speaking in yeah. tongues, thank you. Just let God flow through you and let it out. Let all your... Jesus. And I was just sitting there going like, oh, fuck. Jesus. No. So really uncomfortable. And I was like, uh, kind of frozen. I look in the back and I see Brandon just fucking cracking up. Just like oh, barely holding the laughter in. Just like, oh, and just, you know, just biting his knuckles, like trying not to crack up. I'm yeah. like, you motherfucker. What have we gotten into? What is this? What the fuck is happening? And so the two ladies that were there from the hike were there, and they were just like, everybody was like, come on, you can do it. Just start like, hmm, just start by humming. And I was like, uh, no. I was like, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not ready. I'm not comfortable doing that. And they're like, that's okay, that's okay. Um, Cheryl, whatever, is going to do it. And so this lady comes up and starts fucking doing it. Like, she's like, um, yeah, 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 like doing weird shit. Okay, speaking in tongues, like, like, okay, and I'm standing there, like, I'm gonna go sit down now, and I just sat next to Brandon, I was like, give him just death stare, I'm like, what the fuck, this is fuck, we're in a fucking, like, office space, with chairs, I just would've gone off, and just, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, woo, so, I, and I was young and scared enough to be like, I don't, I'm just petrified, I was like, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do, except just to, like, kind of play along. So that's what I did. I played along, um, <laughs> and she, that meeting ended, and <clears throat> the two ladies were like, "Hey, yeah, so just follow us. We'll, you know, we'll go back to my house, and I'll cook you guys dinner, and you can crash on the floor." Okay, okay. I was like <clears throat> checking my backpack. Like, do I have weapons in here that I need to bring? What am what What should I be prepared for? So we end up. At this lady's house and they're super nice i'll give them this they were very generous like she was like cooked us some dinner um and then i kind of learned a little more like oh she had just gotten divorced about a year ago or something and her kids were not talking to her regularly as much as she'd like because yeah so she and i said well what's going on and she was like well they're not so hot on me and my newfound faith and all this religion that I've, I'm finding and it's helping me deal with things. And there, and I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, it's complicated. She was like, do you guys want to watch a movie? Like, sure. So she puts on this weird fucking Bible movie that's, Oh God. yes. So we watch it and like, I can just see on the surface, just this lady really believing like full wholeheartedly in like 
whatever I don't. And to be honest, to this day, I don't know. There's no denomination that I could think of. It wasn't like Christian Lutheran. It was to me, it was just like, there's some nutty shit here. Yeah. I recognize a little bit. I was like the, the best guess I can come up with is that it was Jehovah witness. Um, but I don't know. I'm just, I don't Mm. know. So anyways, I'm not giving up my birthday. We're watching this movie and I'm like, oh, this is this is I just checked out mentally. I just sat there and we set up like fucking pillows on the floor. She was like, bathroom's over there and like super nice. Can't fault her for other than being like, you just let two random dudes in your house. Yeah. Because that's... God knows why. Well, God God told me like, okay. Ugh. But you don't know like so anyways, all that aside. Wake up in the morning and I'm just like, "Hey, Brandon, w- let's let's fucking go. I think we've been here long enough. Like, can we go to Big Bear now? Let's. I'm ready. Yeah. I don't want to be leave. here. I was like, I'm done. He was like, Dude, this is so wild, huh? I was like, Yeah, mm-hmm. wild is not the word I would use, but um, yeah, I'm ready to go. And he's like, Well, we gotta go meet their pastor. He's no. a super young dude. He's twenty something. His name's Joseph. He's super cool. I was talking to blah, blah, blah about him last night. She was telling me, like, oh, you guys would get along with him. He's so cool. He's young. He's got this great vision. So I was like, I just, I'm like, okay, I'm not quite held captive here. But I was like, I don't really have any choice. I was like, I'm kind of out of money. I can't really afford to buy a ticket home i was like all right let's just live life and experience this weird shit and if it gets weird i'm gonna fucking run and just run to the nearest bus station (laughs) and figure it out that's what it came down to um so we go and meet (laughs) oh my god i'm remembering it as it comes back so one of the ladies was going through a rough patch with her husband um and so she's like, do you guys mind? Joseph's going to meet me at my house, and you guys can go meet him there and then go meet, go hang out with him from there. But we got to go to my house really quick. I got to stop. And my husband and I are not doing well because he doesn't really buy into my whole like newfound faith. This seems to be a growing theme for Kay. all of these people. Right. So we're like, yeah. So we went to Henderson mm-hmm. outside know. Vegas. <clears throat> it's the next like little town, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so we go into this lady's house and her husband's sitting there and he's like a blue collar dude just working and he's just like sees us roll in and with the two ladies and he's just like, hey, how's it going? I'm blah, 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 blah. And I'm, yeah, hey, I'm Jordan. This, is, yeah. How do you guys know that? Uh, and he's like, the church? And I was like, sure. Yeah, sure. Like, <laughs> what? And he just kind of looked at me. He's like, yeah, cool. Well, yeah, make yourselves at home, whatever what like this is super weird and like his wife was like busy bodying around and we we're just standing in the living room like yeah so tell tell me a little about yourself i was just standing there with the dude and brandon's over talking and i was just like oh my god i was like yeah just here on business met them on a hike they seem nice they bubba let us crash at her house on the floor it was cool we're just kind of you know we're just here for one more day hopefully and the guy just was like, cool, well, I got to go to work. So, because I think he felt that uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> as, as I'm telling you guys, it's making me uncomfortable again, remembering it. But 
so yeah, we, so anyways, it's like, okay, who the fuck's this Joseph dude? Finally, this young kid shows up, super nice, really like fucking intelligent and like talks to us and he's just like hey are you guys weirded out at all and i was like i am i am hello i'm really weirded (laughs) out right now and he's like dude he's like okay well a little bit background he's like um i moved to vegas blah blah blah." and he's like he's like i'm just he's like i never really grew up religious and um he's like i just kind of found faith like in the last couple years and I found this organization. He didn't say what organization, but he was like, I've started talking, meeting some cool people at these church meetings. And he's like, I'm just, he's like, and I seem to have a knack for like helping others. And I was like, cool. Like, that's unique. And Can you help me get out of Vegas? Yeah. So it was like, <laughs> exactly. So it was like, all right, cool, man. What do you do? He's like, well, I'm a student right now. He's going, he was going to UNLV, I think. And he was like, you guys want to roll to my house? Well, he's like, We'll, he's like, we won't bug my roommates that are there, but you guys want to just come see, just hang out for a minute and then we can talk tomorrow. I was like, all right. I was like, Jeez, I don't sweet. have a choice. Yes, Brandon is, wants to go and talk to you and meet you and know you. Cool. So I go along and we go into the sketchy fucking part of Vegas. Fucking sketchy. Like, we're rolling down the street and I'm just like, this is... And he was like, yeah, you guys might notice, like, this is kind of a sketchy neighborhood. So... Jordan, I saw you have your skateboard. Like, you might not want to go skate down the street. Just like, he's like, you can go down like a block or, you know, it's feel it out. And I was like, I'm good. I think I'm good. Pass on that one. He's like, he's like, every, he's like, people are starting to get to know me in the neighborhood and they kind of leave me alone. They know I'm not like there to fuck with them. I was like, okay, cool. Um, I'm good. I'll just hang out. So we like go get to this dude's house and, him and Brandon are kind of talking. I'm just like walk in for a second and see like two regular dudes just playing Xbox. Like, hey, what's up? Hey, guys. Holy fucking help me. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then we just, I can't remember what transgressed after that, but it was basically like Brandon, I think, was saying, hey, <clears throat> can we crash here tonight? And it was a no because he was like, no, nah, my roommate. And he's like, it's small house like there's no space sorry guys like okay one more night of not staying anywhere so we spent one more night in his truck in the parking garage of caesar's palace or uh yeah caesar's um so at this point i was just like i'm fucking this is crazy what has happened i was like this is my life right now this is what i was like this is gonna make a good story and i I'm skipping over a lot of points because it's just like the end result is it took us a three day or a two day, whatever it was supposed to be, turned into almost a week of just bouncing around, like crashing in his truck, crashing at some random crazy religious people's house, hmm. meeting this whole little group of people that were newfound religion, whatever, faith based. Like, I'll give them this. They were all very nice, but it was super uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. Because they're all like, you know, doughy-eyed, like, like, it's so okay. Everything's going to be... I'm like, I don't know anything about you guys. Like, this is weird. You're letting, like, complete... That's cool. Good on you. But also, like, this is very, like, culty feeling. I didn't say that, but... Hmm. So, we finally... <laughs> I'm finally like, hey, I'm good. I'm burnt out. Like, we should fucking go to Big Bear... And then Brandon was finally like, yeah, all right. So we fucking trek it up to Big Bear. And I, like kind of all along the drive, I was like, what? 
happened. That was crazy. We just like he's like, I know, but wasn't it an adventure? And I was like, Yeah, I guess you're right. Like I can't fault him because he 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 was on a different mindset of just like make and but I was so uncomfortable and I think that's part of why like maybe he enjoyed it a little bit just to see me and be like he's like dude this is real life I'm like this is doesn't have to be real life no, this is crazy plan in real life <laughs> like god so it freaked me out but it oh but I look back and I'm like man I made it through that weird shit and I bet I could find I still remember the dude's name Joseph South I bet I could find him on Facebook. Um, but that was the that was the one weird thing. It was like he was a completely normal dude, like 23, 24-year-old kid, just like who just had a profound like sense of being around these older people that were broken. And he's like, they're he's like, they really look to me to be their like voice of reason and they ask me for advice and religion and or faith advice and all that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and I just He's like, really? I just like find the right things in the Bible to tell, talk about, and we like all like figure shit out together. I was like, yeah, that's it's hmm. really interesting, dude. You're a fucking cult leader. You're a <laughs> like you're a cult, cult leader. leader. In now, the hard part in telling this story is that I don't want to throw Brandon under the bus, but it's like, dude, that was that was that's who it happened with. It's like. And I already said his name, so I can't change it now. But I don't have to say his last name. And if you listen to this, maybe it'll jog his memory and be like, oh, yeah, that was kind of fucking bananas what we did. <laughs> did you get paid? No. Oh, no. Maybe he did pay. I don't remember. Yeah. Honestly, I don't remember. At that point, I was just like, I don't care if I get paid. I just want to get the fuck out of Vegas. So long, the whole big theme of that is like, People are always like, Vegas. I'm like, I've known, I got to see Vegas like nobody else probably has. I saw every aspect. It was so fucking, and I was like, I am i don't ever need to go back there to like hang out. Yeah. Vegas sucks, dude. <laughs> but, I'm not a Vegas But guy. anyways, that was, that's my long story. A shortened version, off mic, I can tell you more details, but for the listeners, like that story will never, I'll never forget that. Like we, I met, I people tried to get me to speak in tongues like that doesn't happen every day what the fuck funny enough he's like we gangbang Judy Judy no that was no the first time I went to (laughs) Vegas I was staying uh, my buddy Corey had an art exhibit at the world market headquarters or something during some some big trade show and um, we were crashing on I think it was his sister lived out in the suburb in Vegas we were staying with her, and then in the morning we had to go up to her newborn baby's like it's like a promising ceremony or something oh. where they like the people in the church like promise to like look after the kid and like help raise it as a community and stuff. And then uh, they started huh? speaking in fucking tongues, and that's when I got up and got out of that room as soon yeah. as possible. I was like, well, nope, <laughs> you're you're. You got more balls than me. I did. I was so some else I just remembered. Sorry, and then I'll let you guys. Sorry, that it's been a while since I told that story. And then that wasn't even in full what I just remembered. So that same the first night that we did the sales training shit, like um we met a couple of the dudes in the in the audience and they're like, dude, hey, we booked this private fucking room in this club. You guys should come. 
And, and my friend Dak and I were like, hell yeah. Brandon was like, ah, I'll pass. And we were like, okay. Um, so Dak and I roll up. So yeah, that, that first night, Dak and I roll up to this club, 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 club. Yeah. Like you got to pay to get in. You got to be on a list or you get, the, or you pay to get in. Like, so we roll up to the door and the dudes are just like, are you guys with the blah, blah group? Chevy or whatever the fuck it was. And we're like, yep. And they're like, cool, you're in there. And these dudes had tables um, set up, like private bottle service. And they were just like, hey, you guys, come on over. So we fucking partied for free in this crazy club. We met Playboy, Playmate, Potentials. These girls that were like walking around and we're just like, so that, so I forgot to tell um, that first night we we got hooked up because we were affiliated with all the sales team guys that were all like, we're spending big money tonight. You guys fucking party with us. We're like, cool. Uh, there was a lot of bullshitting going on in that too. People were like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I sell. I'm a seller. Like <laughs> fucking horse shit. And I, I look back and I'm like, I don't, it was all fear-based answers. Like I was, it was the most uncomfortable I've, I've ever been. And it was just like this, it tainted me. I was like, I feel unclean. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was, that's, but that's what a story that, like, that's a true story that happened to me that I'll never forget. And I'll never forget, Brand, like, Brandon and I went through that. He had a much better time than I did yeah. <laughs> based on his whole outlook. But I was just like, I, and I, I think I told him, I was like, dude, I was, that was not cool. I was like, I fucking called my mom. I did call my mom at one point and be like, hey, I might need to get a bus home. And she was like, okay, well, let me know. This was like a secret call I made because I was like, I don't want to insult Brandon, but I was like getting to the point of like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So, mm-hmm. but needless to say, it did. It I grew as a person. I learned a lot about myself <laughs> and that I'm adaptable. And I was like, I give people the benefit of the doubt. Nobody fucking, like, yeah, they tried to get me to speak in tongues, but at least they were like, well, you can never leave. That's silly. It's like, oh, fuck. I was waiting for that, too. I was like, please don't say that because I will fucking run. I was like, I will, I'll fucking throw hands. I'll fucking throw some fists. (laughs) It's like, get me out of here. But, uh, yeah, that was, that's the most, like, crazy, like, life story that I've had to date of, like, adult life, I should say, um. It was just, and I'll never forget it. There's, and as I retell it, um, there's details that I remember, but for the sake of time, I just ate up 40 minutes telling you guys that, but, that was awesome. and I'm sorry, I, 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 you can, I'll listen back to this and I'm like, fuck, I left out a lot, but it's for, for the sake of time and also just the points. It was just the major points were, uh, stayed at some random lady's house who was crazy religious in what religion it was Christianity mixed with something else. <laughs> Fucking met this like little weird, smart, cool prodigy dude like who Charles was Charles Manson, right? Well, and that's, a crash. Yeah. So, anyways, it was it was it was a hell of a fucking time. <laughs> I like it. To put it lightly, to, it almost sounds like I made it up, but it's like it's it's so fucking weird. It's it's just the most random and only and. And I love Brandon for this, but it could only have happened with Brandon. Well, I I love just in the <laughs> in the first day or whatever, you had to try to sell a pyramid scheme to a salesman consultant. Yeah, <laughs> with yeah. no experience. That's amazing. Yeah. So th- and 
Yeah. So anyways, that, <laughs> yeah. And I, I, God, I wish I remembered the name of the little scheme that, cause it's funny. Cause I talked to the dude, I actually met Brandon's friend in person too. And, and I don't, and you know what it was? It was instinct that I was like, something about this feels wrong. And I was kind of like, it's, I, I can see how people could get swept up in that kind of shit in the moment. If you don't know enough and you're like kind of broke, you're like, I don't have a job. And someone's like, Hey, I can help you make money. Do you want to make money? I'll make, I'll help you make money, but you got to make, you got to pay to make money. And that's uh, for listeners. I know you guys are way smarter than we, <laughs> right? So, but if somebody is ever like, you see a job offer and they say, Oh, you just pay your way in. No interview, just pay to get in. It's a fucking pyramid scheme. Yeah. So, and they still go on to this day, which mm-hmm. blows my mind, but they, anyways, it's, that was, yeah, so that's my, uh, that's my crazy Vegas young 20s story that happened to me that's like, I'll never forget that shit to the day I die. Speak in tongues, Jordan, you can do it. Start humming. Mm-hmm. I wish somebody would ask me to do that. <laughs> 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 Sorry, guys, I just ate up a lot of time, but. No, you're good. Um, go that was insane. It it's hard. It. It's and also this is the first time I've ever told it on being recorded. So um, that made me a little nervous because I was like, "Fuck, who do I not throw under the bus here? Nobody should be thrown under the bus." Sorry, Brandon. I didn't think I sullied his name too much. No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, I hate the guy now, but right. yeah, no, he made me who I am today. No, he's he, yeah. So, anyways, that's uh, yeah. That was fucking. <laughs> that was an impactful, and there's. And I told Henry this. I was like, if I'm ever going to do a, a open mic, it's like I got to narrow shit down. But I was like, there's so much good comedy and all that. Looking back, in the moment, I was like, this is terrifying and I'm scared and uncomfortable. But, you know, eight years later, I can be like, that's fucking hilarious. That's pretty funny. When you're far enough away from it. Right. So it took yeah. some space, but I'm like, there's some good juice in there. There's some story. There's other stories that I could come up with. And also, like, I wonder what happened to those two ladies. Like, I still wonder. I'm like, did they, <laughs> you know, like. Is that husband finally free? Oh, and also the husband had a fucking killer rug, a uh, wig. Oh. To oh, pay. Wow. He's like, it was Jesus. the finest person. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I should, yeah. Um, no, his toupee was, and, and I'm being very facetious. Really? It was awful. Nice. I was like, how, why even bother, dude? Fuck yeah. It was just sitting on top. It wasn't like blunt combed in. It was just like a fucking hairpiece sitting on top of his bald head. <laughs> oh, those little details that come back when you retell a story. It's like, oh, fuck, I forgot that. That was so juicy and good. And just what the fuck? So. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Anybody else? Yeah. Wanna I got one. Share um, something that's. <laughs> uh, the one that I turned into something is um, when I was in fourth grade. Um, I was on the blacktop playing with my friends, running around, and I slipped on a piece of baloney and broke my arm. And I've been Slip, a, wait, slipped on a piece of baloney. Yeah. Okay. That's baloney, That's Henry. And I've been a comedian ever since. <laughs> you know what? That's fucking amazing. Um, the baloney slip. <laughs> That's the name of your first comedy album. I slipped on some baloney. Baloney slip. Yeah. Um, I went to New York once. Uh, with my friend Patrick, and we were gonna shoot a music video out there, and um, uh, 
we we had set it up that we could spend like a whole week out there and then shoot like in the later part of the week. And we were staying at his friend's apartment that was like right next to Central Park. It was in a super nice area. It was awesome. Get on the plane and then we <clears throat> land and then he's like, hey, um, my friend just hit me up and she still has somebody staying at her house and only has room for me so far. <laughs> do you have anyone you can stay with in New York? And I was like, no, but I'll hit up Facebook. <laughs> Perfect. And so, See, I didn't have Facebook back then. Oh, my, yeah. damn it. MySpace? <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, so, sorry. But, yeah, I uh, so I post on Facebook. I was like, hey, like, I'm in New York and don't have anywhere to stay. Is there anybody that can let me crash? And this rapper named HOA Boss Man. Um, <laughs> HOA Boss Man. Uh, he hits me up and is like, yeah, dude, cruise through. Here's the address. Yeah. Like, like, hit me up when you're here. And I was like, okay. I'm like, Holy let's, shit. let's try. And so um, I get in a cab and it oh takes God. me to Brooklyn. And I pull up uh, in front of the bed projects. Oh, and I've got a giant camera bag and a giant red suitcase, and it's me. <laughs> and it's me. <laughs> it me. It me. <laughs> and so I, I step out, and there's already like some people like lurking around, just kind of like eyeballing me. Yeah. It's like who the fuck does yeah, this kid this think he is? White boy. <laughs> and so I I roll up. Um, he tells me what floor to go on. I get in the sketchiest looking elevator I've ever been in in my life. And Is it, does it go up or I, down or sideways? I, yeah, I have no idea. And like, I'm just hoping no one gets in the elevator with me. <laughs> and so I get up to, the, it was like the, the 11th floor or something. And I get up there and he's waiting like right outside the elevator door. And I'm like, oh, he's like, oh, no, I'm Brucey. I'm like, what's up, Brucey? <laughs> it's like this way. And so we're, he takes me down to the, the apartment, and there are bullet holes in the wall next to his door. <laughs> awesome. And so we, we open it up, and uh, his mom is in there, his sister, his sister's baby, and um, her, her sister's boyfriend. We're all in there in this tiny little apartment. And... It was a fucking trip. I hung out with his family. Um, like, I babysat this kid a little bit. <laughs> like, hung out. Uh, we got this, like, really awesome, like, hood-to-go food stuff. It was, like, cheeseburgers and fries that came in, like, a metal tin. I think it was rad. Um, and then I was like, do you, do you know where I can get some weed? He's like, yeah. Um, it's either 25s or 50s. I'm like, I have $40 on me right now. And he's like, oh, we can go in an ATM. I'm like, can't I just do a dub sack or like a, a 40? He's like, no, it's 25 or 50. I'm like, that just seems inconvenient. That's super <laughs> inconvenient. That's always multiple <clears throat> bills. You can't just like hand somebody a 20. Um, and so we go get some shitty weed from somebody, smoke it. Um, and then I watch uh, Dragon Ball Z with <laughs> his nephew. And I spent two days with them, uh, just hanging out in bed and I took some photos for him for his rap stuff yeah. uh, as, like, payment. And it was super awesome. And then uh, 
I met up with Patrick again. We went into the city um, in Manhattan and we're rolling around. And then uh, my friend, another rapper by the name of Boogs Baguettes, hits me up. And um, uh, we had shot a music video for him out in California in LA through LRG. And so he and uh, his rapper friend Thwag Lord. Awesome names. Yeah, because <laughs> he, he has a he has a lisp, and so he, when he says swag, it's swag. Oh, okay. Um, oh swag. God, it's yeah. all about swag life, dude. Um, yeah, that's awesome. But they like <laughs> super awesome dudes. They're really nice. They really like us. So they roll out to Manhattan, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yeah, come come through, meet with us. We'll hop in an SUV, get a bottle. Like we got a bunch of weed. Let's like let's even go to the studio." So we're like, "All right." So we go to the studio that. Um, Tupac was shot at. No. Um, <laughs> not, not, he was shot at. He didn't die. Shot at. Long. But like somebody was like, still. Oh, yeah. I suck it. Okay. But he was back when New York yeah. was a lot more dangerous. Um, and so we go up to this badass studio. You have to use a key card to get in the elevators and yeah. all sorts of cool stuff. We're hanging out up there and we're smoking a bunch of weed, just rolling up blunts. Uh, Bogues is recording a song and. Then the cops try to come in, and they're like a bunch of cops in the lobby that can't get into the elevators because you need a key card, and the management isn't letting them. And so apparently in one of the other studios, there was somebody that had committed a crime and was wanted. And so it was the funniest thing to watch a bunch of rappers just get super anxious and be like, what do we do with the weed? Do we hide it or do we smoke it all? <laughs> Good <laughs> so question. We, so we just kept smoking it and like hunkered down in the studio. We were there till like three in the morning before the cops had like taken off and Patrick was like, I'm super, I'm super tired. I'm going to go back to the apartment. I'll shoot you the address. It's right by Central Park. And I was like, all right, yeah, that's that sounds fine. I'm going to stay for a little bit longer and keep smoking and hanging out. And then it's like 6 a.m. and I'm just super high um, with these rappers and I'm like, all right, it's time for me to go. <laughs> and they're like, all right, man, like we'll, we'll hit you up later. It's like, cool. And so I walk back. Um, it, I walked a lot farther than I thought it was. It was one of those things you see it on the yeah. map and you're like, oh, yeah. that, that block doesn't seem very large and it's, <laughs> it's a New York <laughs> yeah. City block. Um, yeah. <laughs> but so I get to um, the building and I realize Patrick hasn't sent me what apartment it is. Ooh. And I can't tell the doorman. Ooh. So I'm not allowed in. Ooh. <laughs> and so I walk through Central Park and lay on a bench and I'm in a peacoat. <laughs> like Fuck. full on homeless personing it. Um, that's awesome. But it was it was pretty awesome. And then once, like... <laughs> it was pretty awesome. I'm like, glad you have the positive. Well, I, like, just walked around. It was kind of... Yeah. It was starting to get a little brighter. And yeah. so um, it was, like, Central Park in the morning with nobody in it. It was super gorgeous. That's kind of cool. And then I kind of walked to where the apartment was and was just uh, checking out a bunch of sites and stuff. I got yeah. a, a Euro sandwich for breakfast from an outdoor street cart. And then by that time, Patrick uh, had woken up, seen all my calls, sent me the info. <laughs> so I go to the apartment, like, sneak in. He's like, I left the door unlocked for you. So I go in, and I just crash on the floor and fucking pass out. And then Patrick wakes up, like, a couple hours later, 
looks around the apartment, doesn't see me because I'm literally like right next to the bed that he's oh. sleeping in on the floor. And he freaks out and thinks that I've either been murdered or just <laughs> yeah. lost somewhere. Fucking Henry's gone. It's like calling me, but my phone's dead. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and then finally, like, I wake up. And scared the shit out of him as he's like trying, like about to text my mom, being like, "I don't know what happened to Henry." Did he kill Henry? Yeah, but then uh, the rest of the, the trip was super chill. We shot a music video, hung out, went around the city. It was a good time. Jeez, well, but yeah, that, <clears throat> those are those life-defining moments of just like, here's my situation. What do I do? You adapt, yeah, or you shut down, and that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's fucking good. Henry stayed in the projects in Brooklyn, fucking yeah. Brooklyn. Shout out, boss man. Yeah, HOA boss man. Yeah, Brucey. That's, that's awesome, dude. Bruce. That's a good one. I like that. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, full of rapper. That's and we were shooting like an indie band music video, so I did oh, not expect funny. to have yeah. the rappers. <clears throat> that's awesome. Great. Clint, do you have one on? Deck? Yeah, well, or are I'm, you gonna tell the? The Denver story? You should, sure. What, yeah. Tell whatever you want you want. I'll do that one. That's a good one. It is a good um, one. So we were... I forget what year it was. Probably, I don't know. I don't even know. We were touring and we were playing in Fort Collins, Denver. Right. Or Fort Collins, Colorado, rather. Sorry. <laughs> you know, Fort Collins, Denver. Sweet <laughs> <Sneak> there. <laughs> it's a little known section of Denver. So, so niche. But anyways, we're playing in Fort Collins, and we were friends with a band from Denver, a band called Hemikuda, which uh, they're a great girl-fronted band, kind of punk rock hmm. stuff. And we had met them when we were on tour. A previous tour, we our tours had kind of crossed paths in, in Costa Mesa, and we met them and just became buddies. So anyways, they came up to see us from Denver in Fort Collins, and we played a show. It was a great time. Had a good time. And then the next night, we were playing in Denver. So they're like... And we were just playing on, on sleeping in Fort Collins and and then driving to Denver the next day. And, and Annika, who's one of the girls from the band, was like, Hey, you know, come. You guys can come crash in my house. We'll drink some beers and hang out. And then you'll be in Denver and we'll get breakfast and it'll be fun. So we're like, cool. So we hop in the RV and drive to Denver. It's like an hour drive, I think, if I remember correctly. Oh, it's not too bad. Yeah, not bad at all. And we get there maybe around, I don't know, it was pretty late. It was probably like two, maybe later. And we, um, so Kent and Rodney stay out in the RV and they just go to sleep. And then me and Joe go inside and we have some more beers. And then it's getting like, at this point, it's like four in the morning. So Joe's crashed on the couch and then Annika's like, you come crash in my bed. So we go downstairs and she kind of like lived in the basement of this place. And it was kind of weird. Like the upstairs was really nice, like super nice place. Leather couches, like big saltwater fish tank, nice furniture, really nice place. And this like nice, I think it's like just outside of Denver, suburb of Denver, you know, like brick houses and Really cool spot. What does that sound like? Littleton. Yeah. Yeah. I I told him, like, it sounds like Littleton. And so, yeah, all's well. Go to sleep. And um, next thing I know, it's like I just hear this, like, thundering noise. Like this, you know, thud, 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 boom, boom, boom. And, like, 
kind of muffled, muffled yelling sort of. And I'm in a daze because it's like, you know, we partying all night and it's like, I have no idea what time it is because it's, we're in a basement. There's no windows. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, what the fuck? She's like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, sort of like kind of listening and we just hear more like boom, 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 like just feet stomping and just crazy shit upstairs. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then we hear like someone go, uh, police, blah, blah. And we're like, I'm like, and I look at her, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And she's like, I swear to God, I have no idea what's happening right now. So we're like, okay, well, let's, there's, let's just be cool, you know? And so we can hear him like going through the house. Cause like to get to where the basement is, you have to walk through the whole house and then to the stairs in the back of the house, down to the basement, and then back yeah. to the front of the house where yeah. her room was, right? So we're hearing everything. And then we can hear him like, we got stairway. And so I'm like, oh okay, pull the covers off. And like, we got a door. I'm like, put your hands up. You know, and obviously, we, I know it's the cops, whatever. You know, I'm like, yeah. what the fuck, you know? So they kick the door down. And I'm like, luckily, I have my pants on. Or my, <laughs> I have like sweats on or something like that. And, you know, and they're like, they fucking, they don't even like bother my friend. They like grab me, throw me across the room, head first into the wall. Like fucking stomp on my head, zip tie me. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I don't know what's going on. I have no idea. So, and she's, Annika's like, stop, stop, you know? And it's like, it's, these weren't cops, dude. These were SWAT. SWAT. Yeah. So these guys were like <laughs> full combat, black, all black, with Jesus. face masks, machine guns, combat boots. And they just, I mean, they fucking pummeled me. So they pick me up, like by my arms, you know, I'm yeah. tired. I'm like, you know, they're like, get up, get up. I'm like, I can't, I literally can't move. My head's pinned against the wall. So they grab me, lift me up, and they just start walking me out of the room, down the hallway. And on my way out the hallway, I brush elbows with this other cop that's going the other way. I didn't even, like, I was like head, because I had my arms like yeah. way up high. So my head was down, and I like kind of bumped into the sky, and he like grabs me by my neck. Throws me against the wall. You got a fucking problem, and I can't see their Jesus. faces. Like I'm like, I don't have a problem. Like I don't know what's going on. You know, I'm like, fuck. You know, punk rocker kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so they take us upstairs, and this is in like September, and they had the front door open and the back door open. It's cold as fuck. There's this cold wind blowing through the house. The house is trash, dude. They're just knocking shit over. Just fucking this place up. And in the living room are these chairs set up. And I walk up and my buddy, our drummer Joe, is sitting in one of the chairs. And he looks at me. He's like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, I have no idea. They're like, don't talk to each other. So they sit us down. They slam me in a chair. Slam Monica in the chair. And we're just like, what the fuck? We can't see each other. Because yeah. they have the chair set up so we can't look at each other. And I'm fucking freezing. We're in like a wife beater and, you know, sweats. And I'm fucking zip tied, super tight. I had cuts on my wrists. Um... Not knowing what the fuck is going on, you know, I am just like, what is happening? So SWAT's still doing their thing, they're coming through, and they're like, finally, I walk out, they're like, house is clear, and then in come these two detectives, and it was like super good cop, bad cop, like one was like the older, kind of gruff guy, and then the younger, cool guy, and so... um I remember asking a quiet like, hey, can someone tell me what's going on? And they're like, shut the fuck up. You know, just totally like, you're going to jail. Basically is the answer. You're going to jail. You're going down. 
So I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut. I don't know what's going on. And I'm keep thinking, I'm telling myself, I'm like, I'm good. I'm like, I'm cool. Like, this is just a big misunderstanding, you know? Like, I'm good, but I was still fucking flipping out, you know yeah. what I mean? So right, they, they so. pull right away. They're like, you know, um, they pull Annika away and they take her somewhere. I, I, somewhere in another room, they're interrogating her, someone else. And then they're like, they come up, they're like, all right. Uh, they have my ID. They're like, who's Clint? I'm like, that's me. And it's the kind of older, kind of dick detective. He's like, follow me. And so he takes me back into this back room. And he's like, all right. He's like, sit down. And he's like, I'm sitting down. And he's standing really close to me, you know, like uncomfortably. I'm like, okay. And he's like, he's like, so, uh, you know, what's your deal? I'm like, well, I'm, my name is Clint Grubb. I'm playing in this band called Slender. We were playing last night in Fort Collins. I was out, we, you know, I told him the whole story. I'm friends with this girl. She said we could stay here last night. We're playing in Denver tonight. So it makes sense. We would just come here. We, we got here late last night, went to bed, and next thing I know, I'm fucking zip-tied. And he goes, yep, well, you're fucked. You're going to jail, man. Go sit down. <gasps> I'm like, okay. And then, so they called Joe and my drummer, you know, and just gave him the rhythm right out. And still, we're just sitting there for like another hour, freezing, and I'm shivering. It's so cold. This wind is blowing through the house. I'm fucking freezing. So then the other detective, like the cool guy, comes up and, you know, like, he's like, hey, who's, uh, you're Clint, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, follow me. And pulls me back into the room and, like, you know, swings a chair around backwards and sits down next to me. He's like, you know, and he's like, so uh, what's, you know, what's going on, man? And I go, man, I tell the same thing I told your buddy. I go, I have no idea what's happening right now. I'm just fucking playing in a rock band. We played a show last night and told him this whole story. And he's like, okay. And he goes, well, um... Uh, you know, go ahead and, uh, you know, we'll see what we can do. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll run your information. He goes, but right now it's not looking good for you. I'm just going to tell you. What? Yeah. Did you, do you have a doppelganger that murdered No, 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 no. Just that. So he, so listen, so, <laughs> so he's like, go sit back down. He goes, just sit tight, you know? And he was actually cool. He's like, you know, he, he, there was like a throw, a throw blanket on the, he broke, you know, he's like, you're cold. I'm like, I'm fucking freezing, you know? So he threw a blanket over me and, and then, um, they they're another like half hour goes by these guys are all talking cops come in they're just talking they're not really doing much we're just like what the fuck hi we're here you know like we're fucking what the fuck and so they finally like okay so um you know we uh we uh, kind of check things out you know looks like you guys are good snip the things. i was like it's just so you know he goes um you know we've been watching this house for like the last month he goes uh um, you know, you, you happen to pick, you're, he said that you're, you picked the night, you, you're staying in one of Denver's lar- uh, most notorious cocaine dealer's houses. And tonight was the night, or this morning, he's like, and he said, he even said, he's like, you know, we, we watched you guys pull up. And we're like, who the fuck are these guys? You know, and here's this RV with flame painted on the side of it and a, and a fucking bullhorn on the front. You know, they're like, what the fuck? So basically they're like, so anyways, long story short, you guys are good. So yeah, so they take my friend who was handcuffed and she's fucking freaking out, crying. They stuff her in the back of the squad car and they're like, okay guys, uh, well, you know, sorry about the inconvenience, didn't really say that. But then the dude who owned the house, who we didn't even see because he wasn't even there when we got there, he comes walking out handcuffed and there's two cops holding and this is the cocaine dealer. And he looks at me and Joe, he goes, hey guys, uh, will you call my mom and tell her what happened and tell her to come get me out of jail? And me and Joe are like, 
Okay, so he's like, he's like, hey, yes, it comes. Like, hey, write down this number for me, and, and he's like, okay, call my mom. Make sure you call. And they fucking left. So we're sitting there, <laughs> and we're fuck? like, this house is trashed. Our friends fucking on our way to jail, you know. And I just we're like, what the fucking fuck? So like, <laughs> I need a cigarette, and we went rummaging through the house and found like a half smoked joint, and a cigarette, and fucking you know. So we're like, well, do we call her? <laughs> yeah do we call and, mom and then we're like well, we, we sh- you know we should we should probably you know and that way too like if we don't want to piss it's like what if this guy's like yeah. you didn't call him I'm going to kill you you yeah. know we're freaking out we're like we need to, we should probably call her so we're like uh, she's like hello this is like Russian lady or something <laughs> hi uh, this is going to sound weird um, you don't know us but uh, we were staying at your son's house last night it got raided by the cops he's in jail and he needs you to come pick pick him up She's like, oh my god, click, you know. So yeah, we did our job. Yeah. Fuck, let's go. So, um, anyways, she showed up to the house while we were still there, freaking out. Where's my Zaza? Who are you? Blah, blah blah. I'm like, you know, he's in jail. So finally, everything calms down, and Kent and Joe finally wake up, and they come out walking. The yes, dude. And they come walking. They're like, "What happened? Like, oh my <laughs> God, God, you fucking it. assholes, dude!" They never knew. And what the crazy thing is, is these cops didn't even search the RV. Right. We were towing a trailer. Yeah. I mean, we could have been the big California connection, you know? Right. I mean? Like, they didn't even look in the RV. Like, you know, like it was. It was. To uh, be fair, they are Denver cops. Yeah. So, so anyways, <clears> it was just fucking. A dig it was DPD. gnarly. Fuck it was, you. It was crazy. That was a. It was a. It was a bummer. It, we, we played that that next night. Yeah. I think we played the Lions there, and it was kind of a bummer because she was still in jail and whatnot. Right. But we stayed. We actually canceled the show to stay in Denver that next night to make sure she was cool and whatnot. Yeah. But fucking hell, man! It Dude. was like we were all like the whole the next leg to the next town was like a quiet ride. Just At like least, yeah, we were just like trauma. Me and Joe were like, you know, and I seriously, man, I yeah. Definitely was like I harbored anxiety for a while. That's terrifying. Dude. It was. That's dude. fucking it was like terrifying. One of the gnarliest things. It's like dude, I look you're... back and giggle now, but dude, it was. Yeah. It that, was fucked. That was gave like... me an, an adrenaline like dump just hearing you read. And I've heard it twice now. I'm like, mm-hmm. it gives me anxiety just thinking about cops. No, you have no and machine guns, choice. dude. And like exact... machine guns pointed at your head. <clears throat> and again, like... Denver cops. <clears throat> um, maybe a bit. Bit much. Uh, well, and swap. Bit much, isn't it? So, but yeah, dude, that's. Yeah, that that's, was a, yeah, it was a fucking. I love you know, it. I, it was. I, and I mean this with no disrespect. I love that story. <laughs> it's fucking great because it's, it's like that is real shit happened to crazy shit happened to my friends. It was nuts, dude. That's why I was like this episode. The <laughs> Also, I want to apologize. I think I introed this. And you're like, what are we talking about? I was like trying to be like, oh, let's tie stories in. Fuck creativity. This is just entertaining. I know, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Um, Fuck that. I, not to say like, and maybe somebody will hear this and be like, oh, that's... It's, <laughs> the whole point is like, I wanted this one to be a fun, entertaining. Like, let's learn a little more about us, the crew. Yeah. And hear stories that you, maybe you guys... I Like, I've heard that story before, but it's still crazy to hear it again. I didn't so. know that it was as extreme. Like, I, I've heard it before, but I didn't know that it was that. Yeah. I didn't no, remember it, it being that it fucking extreme. Fucked. So, it was like, fuck. It was yeah. definitely... And, and like, so this is for our listeners of, like, hey, here's some fun, entertaining stories that happened to us when we were in our lives. And I'm sure it... Hopefully it will jog that memory of... Because stories like... Like, you'll never forget that. No, I won't. To the day you die, it's like... And I'll never forget my crazy, weird... Vegas adventure, like I, it's, it won't 
yeah, <laughs> it won't man, go it was, away. Uh, it definitely. So, I mean, it's. Uh, and I mean, Henry fucking slept on a park bench and Central Park lived and lived with a rapper for two days in the project. Like yeah. these are these are juicy good stories. Like, thank God too that <laughs> that you were like you didn't try and like fight like. Fuck no, dude. You know what I mean? Machine guns. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, I guess. Yeah, that would probably sober you up pretty quick. Especially as a gun owner. I mean, it's like, it's fucking. You know, when when you're looking down the business end, you're like, okay, fucking, this is really terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, man. So, but, you know, it's, I can uh, file it away as a. That's you know, a great band tour story. Yeah. Like, that is a great tour story. I love yeah. it. I and then another quick one. Just this is a yeah, quick, yeah, yeah. This is Please. another good one. We got. We were, I've got we no were time constraints. A, we were we were playing a show in Vancouver, so we had to you know we we're on our way up crossing the border, and this was like our we had done it before, so it wasn't our first time crossing the border. We we're pretty used to it, and so we get there, and they they usually just kind of check things out. Sometimes they'll just let you through, but this time they're like, all right, park your park over there and go into that building over there. Yeah. It's like, okay. Leave all your equipment. Yeah. Fuck. And Fuck so that. what we do, though, is what we thought we were getting in trouble for was because if you go there to tell them you're, and you tell them you're playing, you have to give them half your money. What? Yes. Wait, what? If you, if you're, you have to get a visa, you have to get a oh, work visa because okay. you're, you're, right. you're getting paid. And okay. they take like half your money. Gotcha. So the trick, <laughs> and I don't know if bands still do it, but back when I was doing it, the trick is, is you have a fake recording contract and you say, we're going up to Vancouver to record. Oh, that's And if you're going Tampa. to spend money, they're cool. Yeah. So we thought, and they, and we, so we gave them the contract. Yeah. And we're, hey, we're going to record. And, okay. And, you know, we're like, yeah, this will work. Anyway, so like, all right, get out, go inside. And so they take us in this kind of little room and they're... They, they take all of our passports and then they're like, who's Joe Martinez? And Joe's like, that's me. He's our drummer. He's mm-hmm. an Italian guy. He's yeah. not, you know, straight, full Italian, from New York. Um, and they take him and he's gone for a long time. And we're just, and we're like, hey, you know, is any up? He's like, just sit tight. Just, you know, just sit tight. Fuck. And like, we can see the energy is sort of changing. Like the cop, like the cops are coming in, they're kind of looking at us and, you know, like, okay. So finally, like an hour later, Joe comes out and they're all kind of laughing and, and they're like, sorry about that, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, Joe's like, no, no problem, you know. And like, all right, boys, you go, go ahead and, you know, you're free to go. So we're like, what the fuck? He's like, just get in there. Just, let's just go. <laughs> Joe, so, what the fuck? So we get in there. He's like, <laughs> dude, he's like, somebody named Joe Martinez, oh, the same birthday as me from New York. Is wanted for murder. Oh boy! <laughs> so God. they had to like do some digging to figure out that it was the wrong Joe Martinez. But yeah, Jesus. so wow. that was another fun one too. Holy like, shit! Yeah, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Slender made it. Slender wow. had a, an attra- the cops the wrong place, wrong time. Do you guys more. have a song called "Wrong Place, Wrong Time"? No, no, no. <laughs> or mistaken identity. No, no. Fuck. But there's the next. I'll tell another story next time. About a song that we did. Oh, they're so good. I love it. It's juicy. I love love it. It's entertaining. It's juicy. So juicy. Um, Audrey, I know you've got some stories to tell. (laughs) I know. I'm trying to figure out which, but I guess since Clint told his cop story. You want to tell a cop story? (laughs) Yeah. I guess I'll tell a cop story. (laughs) 
Um, so this is back. It's basically the story of how I ended up moving to Colorado. Cool. <laughs> I love it. So Perfect. there we go. Yeah. Um, so we lived in Virginia, southwestern Virginia. It's in the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's really beautiful, um, really quiet. It's nice. It's just weed's not really very legal there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But my ex-husband, um, the marketing company that he worked for was based out of Denver. Um, so he would travel a couple times a year periodically, you know, for 10 days, a week at a time or so. So the this one time that he went... Um, we weren't married yet, um, but we were living together. Um, he happened to be in Denver right when one of the biggest first ever amazing cannabis cups occurred. So oh, awesome. he went He went with his boss. He, he went with basically his whole work team, like the CEO of this marketing company. Like Henry Rollins was there. Like rappers were there walking around. They were literally smoking like the best weed in the United States. Just That's awesome. So for 11 days, like nonstop, you're surrounded by legal weed, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Best weed in the world. He decides that he'll ship himself some oh. home. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Because he's a smart feller. But anyway, overnights <laughs> it, FedEx, blah, blah, blah. So he gets home after being gone for 11 days and all that jazz, and we know it's coming, and da, da, da. So I'm, like, folding, like, you know, five loads of laundry. He's taking a nap. We just put kiddo down for a nap. You know, my stepson is sleeping. And we see a white van come down our driveway, and we're like, well, that's probably it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes outside and right as I'm noticing that it's an unmarked white van, it's not mm. doesn't say FedEx. Right. And I'm starting to get this really wacky feeling about things. Like the guy in the uniform comes up the porch steps and, and asks him his name. Is this you? He's like, yeah, it's for me. So he hands it to him. He says, like my ex-husband says, like, hey, see you later or something like that. And the guy t- turns from walking halfway down the stairs and turns around and goes, oh, you're under arrest. <laughs> So the the van doors, like, the back flies open and, like, six guys in vests Mm. with guns, like, jump out of the boat, like, get in the house, get in the house. Who else is in here? It was like watching a movie happen before. So they handcuff him immediately. Our dog's barking. I guess we're lucky that they didn't shoot Clyde immediately. Um, So they bust into our house, which is a double wide, but it's been redone on the inside to look like a cabin. Yeah. And the guy comes in, he's like, Oh, this is a nice house. Like, that's the first thing he says. <laughs> so they haul him to the back room. They're like, Who, where's the kid? Go wake up the kid. So I'm, I'm like waking up, you know, the three-year-old. Like, he just wakes up from a nap. And there's daddy walking by in handcuffs. Um, they're like, sit in this chair. So they check my chair cushions, make sure there's nothing under there. And like, you sit there. I'm like, okay. So they kind of proceed to go around the house and look for stuff, and they find like some of my paperwork from the DMV when I had a suspended license for a brief minute because I just couldn't afford insurance. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, is this you?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's me." But like you can see, it's all taken care of. All so they're kind of like wandering around. They check the shed outside, check the view. I'm like, they're unlocked. Like, do your thing, whatever. Like, Everett's gone. I don't. They must be questioning him or something. Kids starting to get like agitated and obviously he's awake and he's getting antsy so pretty soon you know half hour the cops are now like standing around my house like this because they got nothing better to do (laughs) um all for weed well and so here's the thing in virginia there were a couple vape pen cartridges in there in virginia those classify as heroin what Mm. uh which we didn't know um so it was less than an ounce of weed you know it was a little box you know and it's sitting in the chair over there Hmm. um so finally, they're all just standing around, like, bored as shit, and they start, like, asking me questions and, like, 
you know, joshing with Waylon, like, hey, well, buddy, wow, he's tall for his age. They're, like, looking through our books, like, who studied philosophy in college? I'm like, nobody. My ex, you know, Everett just likes to read that shit for fun. Like, he's a smart guy. (laughs) Um, So finally they bring him out, and they take me in the back, um, and they start, you know, trying to feed me lines and um, make snide, kind of snide comments, like, oh, so he does this every time he goes to Denver? And I was like, no, not really. And then my brother was a cop in that town at that time. And they're like, oh, what do you think your brother would think? And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I, yeah. he doesn't fucking care. He doesn't care. So finally, like, it all gets done. We're all freaked out. And they're like, all right, don't worry. Nobody's under arrest today. But we'll definitely be in touch. So they all finally go to leave. And they almost leave the box that they came, oh, came to arrest us for sitting on the fucking rocking chair. And they're like, you have to come back in. Whoop, and get it. And we're like, oh, see yes. you later. Whoops. So they leave. We find the little jar of hash that says hash on the top that's sitting on the counter that they missed. We find the little baggie of weed that was sitting on the counter that they missed. They took all our pipes, everything. Like, that's all gone. Um, Having a serious panic attack. Like, not knowing what to expect because they just came. They didn't really say what was happening. And then they left. Hmm. So uh, for months... I was at least six months. Like I, every time I left the house, I'm like, am I gonna come home? And ever it's not gonna be there. Like, what's going on? I don't. Blah 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 blah. So a couple months later, he goes to work out at the gym, and doesn't come home for mm. like way too long. And I'm getting more nervous and more nervous. Finally, he calls me and is like, "You will not fucking believe what just happened." I was like, "What? What?" It was I'm working out. It's 8 a.m. I'm at the community center. There's an off-duty cop working out next to me. Thinks he smells weed on me calls his on-duty buddies, and they haul me out of the gym at 8 a.m. in the morning and pat me down in front of everyone at the gym because they thought I smelled like weed. And I was like, okay. He's like, but wait. (laughs) So finally, he's like, am I, can I go back to my workout now, please? Try to finish it? Like, yeah, whatever. So he tries to finish, can't finish, comes out. They're all standing around his truck, just kind of like looking in it, like hanging out. There's, you know, and he's like, you got a warrant? And they said no. And he goes, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. So he hops in his truck. As soon as he gets off the community property, because I guess it's like, I it had something, yeah, mm, it had private. something to do. Yeah. So as soon as he gets off that, they pull him over for expired tags and search his vehicle on the side of the road. And of course, he's like screaming in their faces and very pissed off, frustrated, blah, blah, blah. So that I'm like, fuck, well, they knew who you were. They knew what was up. Yeah. And they just were trying to intimidate you. And unfortunately, it worked because you're now very angry. Yeah. And you're screaming in their faces. That's that. So then even a couple months later, um, we still haven't heard anything. We're still kind of freaked out because we've, you know, looked into it by now. And it looks like, you know, heroin, like yeah, somebody's, getting, somebody's getting a felony at least. So we didn't live together anymore at that time. I was living in an apartment kind of across town, and he was spending the night at my house. We get a phone call from his baby mama who lives on our property. It's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> yeah. She goes, yeah, they were here looking for you. Like, there were two cops here looking for you. There's an envelope, one for you, one for her. Said we didn't know where you were. They said to, okay, we'll have them call us. <laughs> so we... We have a talk, we discuss, we're like talking about it. So we call the sheriff's department in Floyd and they're like, yeah, just turn yourselves in in the morning. Mm. And we're like, okay. (laughs) Not a wink of sleep that night. So I still don't know that there's, I'm getting arrested as well. I have no idea that that's happening. So I'm like, well, here's the thing. Like we have this whole plan. I'll drop you off the courthouse because my mom lives almost like right across the street from the courthouse. So I'm like, I'll drop you off there. I'll go right to my mom's and you're going to call me and we're going to figure this out. Well, 
So we see my mom on our way to the courthouse and she's like, I don't know, honey, it sounds like that's something for you too. So I'll, how about I meet you guys at the courthouse because your brother works with all, I, kn- I know all of them. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just, so my mom meets us at the courthouse and they give us our papers and it just says possession. We're just being charged with possession. Hmm. And my ex husband goes, just possession? <laughs> yeah, shut <laughs> up. He's like, what? Just possession? I'm like, please stop talking. <laughs> so we get fingerprinted, blah, 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 that whole shebang. Like we have our meeting via camera with, I can't even remember who it was, but it, you basically set a court date. Blah, blah, blah. So we get done with all that, and they're like, all right, well, you can go home. You know, you've set everything. So nobody went to jail, which we thought was totally going to happen, so we were really glad. So we get home, kind of shaky, like, ah, okay. An hour later, we're hanging out, and we hear something, and we look up, and there's um, there's a cop car, cop car, SUV, 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 like, at least eight of them, like, coming down our driveway, which that driveway, we lived, so the main road... Dirt road, dirt road, dirt road. Finally, this driveway that you have to drive through a creek to get mm-hmm. to our house. We're like, if you have no reason, if you, you know, yeah. you have no reason to be back there if you don't know us. All of these vehicles, like the woman that fingerprinted us was there this morning. Zeman, the head sheriff, was there. That, Jesus. Uh, and they're all like doing this do thing again. Do nothing better to do? He goes out on the deck. He's like, what no. the fuck do I got to do to get rid of y'all? Like, I saw all of you this morning. What the fuck is going on? And they're like, oh, yeah, there's this guy that used to live here that's on the loose. We're kind of looking for him. Mm. He was like, what's the name? And they told him, he's like, yeah, no, never heard of it. Uh, the person that lived here before me is now my neighbor. He lives right there. Um, the people before that, that's not their names, so I really can't help you. So they kind of, like, hang out for a minute, and then, and then shoot the shit. And they go to leave, and he's like, well, if this guy's, like, so armed and dangerous, do you have a picture? Because I feel like I should kind of yeah. know what the fuck is up with that. And they were like, no, we made it up. Got nothing. No, we were just here the last year. And he's like, all right, well, then I don't really see any point for y'all to be here anymore. Jesus. And again. <laughs> Weed, a so plant. We spend that whole rest awesome. of that time, the court awesome stuff. Awesome job, law like, enforcement. He does like 100 hours of community service, does all this bullshit. I'm still trying to figure out what my deal is because like, it wasn't technically addressed to me, but I lived there. And yeah. there's all this bullshit going on, and he's deciding he can't fucking take this. And he's like, I'm, we're moving back to Colorado because he lived there previously. And I was like, okay. Um, and the guy, the district attorney that was up for re-election in that area that year knew that, he knew that Everett was very anti, did not like him and was very vocal about oh. it on social media, mm. small town politics. Um, yeah. so we kind of talked to our lawyer and he's like, well, basically this guy says, if you guys are actually moving, Audrey can get off on a, just a paraphernalia charge as oh, long as Everett sweet. has like finished everything up. Hmm. So I was like emailing my lawyer like pictures of our house in boxes and we're actually leaving. Um, and they completely fucked him over on his community service, but that's a whole nother story. Um, so yeah. Uh, and it, that stuff was all finally closed and done and it was just, nobody went to jail, which I'm very thankful for nobody, but it was stressful enough. And I just think about people whose lives have been completely ruined because they did go to jail for a fucking plant. Like that, yeah, that was yeah. bullshit enough. Yeah, right. He had to go to the AA classes. Ugh. His license was suspended for six months. Sucks. Um, 
you know, community service, it, all that's just an expensive inconvenience. I was going to say, the jail thing is the, the thing that popped up in my head as you're telling the story is like, how much fucking money and oh, resources totally. did they use? Just based on like, yeah. oh, sweet. Yeah. We got weed. Yeah. Hey. The, yeah. Fuckers. Enough. The people that <laughs> yeah, came to my house were ridiculous. the drug task force. Jesus so Christ. It was like, yeah. And apparently they were making shitty comments to him <sighs> about me the whole time he was in handcuffs. And he's like, yeah. look, I'm trying to be super cool. Well. But that's my fiance. So. Virginia stop. is not for lovers. It's for <laughs> fucking bullshit. Or whatever it's the for fuck. for rednecks and meth heads. It's, it's for. Yeah. It's like. Hey, not everybody here is a meth head. I'm sure that's maybe their boner was all about like, well, oh, if there's could, weed, there's going to be meth. Well, it's you like, could tell that they were totally pumped up to go bust totally some weed? fucking meth heads in a double wide in the country. And yeah. at one point they were like, oh, yeah, we didn't come guns a-blazing because we knew there was a kid. Um, yeah. It was like, oh, you're so magnanimous. Oh, you're, so, you're so nice that yeah. I don't have to fear Real, death. We appreciate you. But yeah, our house was buzzed by helicopters for hours on end that year. Yeah. Continuously. Well, welcome. I'm glad you got out of there. <laughs> yeah. your, your life so, has taken... I would have been doing a lot of nude gardening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we did. <laughs> we did. Yeah. And every time they went over, it was, you know, but that's only going to do so much. But yeah, so that's... um, wow. That happened. That went on for a year. And then it finally all ended in November, and we moved to Colorado that December. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm so glad. Yeah, in a way, I'm glad it happened, because we wouldn't have known you. If right? It didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good on you, Virginia PD. Yeah. Thank you for... for you, Chad. Thank you for making it clear that that's not a cool place to live. Thank yeah. you. That was the name of the guy that it was interrogating me. His name was Chad. Oh, God. He looked like a good old boy. He had a little scraggy beard. He was wearing his car hearts and his boots. Yeah. Chad. Which special. Turned, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Chad. special. There's too many people in this country, and there's too many special people in this country that have access to voting <laughs> and guns and... Cars, yeah. <laughs> just hating, just hating on rednecks. Well, um, I, I hate most drivers. I most, hate most. No, I, was gonna say, most I hate most people. Most no, people. <laughs> most let's people not lump, let's not let's not put labels. Let's just say we don't like a lot of people. No, uh, minimum just six, kidding. Minimum sixty percent of people are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so well, some uh, wow, yeah. Stories, guys. They impact our lives in ways we like. At least mine. I didn't. I'm not. You guys know me, so I'm not in a cult somewhere in (laughs) Vegas, outside of Vegas. But I think it's little little experiences like this too that help shape our perspectives, which absolutely shape us who people who we become. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like that's who we are. Like our little, all these little moments and stories in our lives. Exactly. It's without them, I'd be different. I'd be a, I wouldn't have that hilarious, weird story. <laughs> and I would be like, oh, Vegas is all right. No, Vegas sucks. You might Dun-dun. not even have a beer if that never happened right. to you. Right. I might be, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I would mind, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I might not even have eyes. Yeah. What? <laughs> Some like, super dramatic. <laughs> I might not even have a fucking arm. Huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, thanks for sharing, guys. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? It's we're at an hour and a half. We can talk uh, some talk some more shit. 
You guys want to you guys want to call it good? You feel good? Yeah. yeah. Some feel catharsis. Good. Yeah. yeah. Sharing. Do we yeah. have any inspiration? <laughs> I do. I have so much. You guys are my inspiration. Oh. No, we should. No, I've actually been avoiding. I haven't really watched anything new, and I'm not seeking it out. Um, my inspiration, honestly, and it's uh, I'll put I put one drawing up yesterday for the Bender Blend. Um, I got real excited about pans and drawing with pens oh, and yeah. colored pens and fine details and simple shapes. Um, I don't know where it came from, but I was kind of hitting that. I was like, I don't really feel like painting. Like, eh, I'm not feeling it. And then I knew like, well, and then looking at a lot of it is looking at Audrey's shit and then Eamon and drawing. And I'm like, oh, I fucking, that looks fun. So I started doing it. Um, so I could say Audrey and Eamon are two of my big influences. Mm, nice. That's so sweet. To pick up a pen, not a pencil, because like, <clears throat> I don't know what it is about pen. I like drawing in hard, dark, bold mm-hmm. lines. Like, that feels good. Um, straight, like, symmetry, like that. I'm playing with, and I'll put some more drawings up on the better blend that I've been doing, but um, on the Instagram so people can see exactly what the they're fuck fucking I'm awesome. talking about. Yeah, they're fun. They're rad, dude. I it, like them a lot. It's fun. Like I, I, <clears throat> I, I ate up like two or three hours yesterday just fucking around, just drawing, just practicing pen, and um, that's been fun. It's been that's my inspiration is like, just a pen. Good. Weirdly, like it's like it's so simple, and that's all. It, that's all I need. Simp- simplicity. Simple. Simple. Simplicity. Simple. But yeah. What about you, Henry? Um. Playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like today I just played poker. Like that's all I did. In the game. Oh, in, in the, the game. game. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, it was it was pretty badass. I went to a new that's town awesome. and just yeah. ran them out of their money. Just played a bunch. It's like a, a really fun poker simulator too. That's awesome. Um, yeah. A uh, game within a game. Yeah. There's you can play dominoes with people. You, you can there there's a bunch of random little wow. activities that you can do. Detail. Um, me and my yeah. horse are fully bonded. We're best friends now. That's awesome. <laughs> you don't have to uh, punch him anymore to get him to do what you want. Yeah, no, it <laughs> means I can drift with him. Uh, <laughs> That's cool. Um, no, uh, and then, yeah, it's a, it's a really amazing cinematic game. Sometimes it's just like you'll you'll kind of look around just like it, it'll through a sunset or mm. in the morning when there's like mist coming off the ground and stuff and just be like jesus christ this game is fucking beautiful mm. it is so detailed and amazing and yeah. the characters are really dynamic and awesome um really into it wow yeah you hear the, that thanks viper he, yeah that was his input i like red dead red damn um that and then uh, everyone should watch uh, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. Um, <laughs> it is so uh, good. Awesome. It, they they re- they redid it from the old '80s cartoon, and they like redesigned a bunch of the characters. And it has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Hmm. It is very good. Um, hmm. All art, right. The art style is fun. It's like a little more simple, um, but it's really good. It's the same people that do. Um, uh, Avatar, and they also did the Voltron remake. It's also very good. Um, so yeah. it's not animated. It's a. It's animated. Oh, it is okay. Yeah. yeah. But um. But like computer animation. 
No, no, it's, oh, like, it's, it's actually like, real animation. Okay, yeah, gotcha. it's real animation, which is huh. rad. Um, yeah, just finished that up, and it was very good. Cool. Yeah. It's good. What about you, Mr. Grubb? I don't know. Um, I saw the Green Book last night. That was really good. What is that? I don't. Vigo Mortensen and um, what? Uh, who's I forget his name. He's great. It was a great movie. It was uh, Vigo Mortensen is like my wife's one of my. He's pretty great. Favorite actors, like. Um, but I was, you know, I was like kind of lukewarm about going to see a movie. It's like, oh, I'm kind of tired. Sunday night, like, you know, whatever. But we went, and it was good. It's a really good movie. Yeah. I won't say just you. It's just it's a good story. It's a okay. great story. Okay. Um, the genre, it's... Like a drama, maybe. Okay. Um, drama period piece, maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. So a bit of social commentary. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, that was cool. Uh, man, I don't know. There's been a, I've just been fucking busy lately. Yeah. Went to Banff, which is amazing. If you ever get a chance to go there, do it. It's Banff is in the Canadian Rockies. Nice. Um, that was a uh, cool, but kind of the the shine was taken away because at that same time we were there, um, the town that my dad lives in was on fire. Paradise. Oh jeez. And um, miraculously, his house survived. Oh wow! His entire neighborhood's gone. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Totally gone. But his, uh, house. But his house is there. Um, so yeah, it's just been a it's been a whirlwind of a couple of weeks. My my daughter came home uh, for Thanksgiving with her first boyfriend. Oh. They have the same names. Oh yeah, I heard. <laughs> yeah, Sky and Sky. He's a great kid. He's really like, you know, he's a. He's the kid that I would want her to bring home as her first boyfriend. Nice. So, great kid. She's stoked. It was good. Yeah, we went to the Cambria, like, Christmas thing. Oh, nice. I don't know if it was 20 bucks nice, 20 oh, bucks no. per person nice. No. Um, but there were many lights. Yeah. I've and seen many it. Many lights. I saw it last year. Lots of lights. Yeah. And then, yeah, nothing that. Went ride with my buddy Bender yesterday. That was awesome. Buddy. Went out to... Um, the Guadalupe <laughs> Preserve, the dunes out there, which is a pretty cool spot. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So you local fuckers, if you <laughs> just getting all aggro, <laughs> I was gonna say I didn't know I had no idea those were there until Clinton was like, yeah, the dune. I was like, fuck yeah, that sounds rad. Yeah. Guadalupe so if you live here in Slow, go to Guadalupe Preserve. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. The little town of Guadalupe is cool. Yeah, it is. They've got this uh, old movie theater out there that um, I think you can record. Uh, Albums. They have, oh, like, cool. they have the stage set up like, the, like the giant movie theater and the seats and stuff. Maybe all the instruments out on the stage and stuff. You can record them. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, Hell yeah. Cool. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Other Nat just fucking rock and roll. Other Nat just living the. Other Nat. Just okay. drinking lots of water. Water. Get, water. get the water in you. <laughs> that ace water. <laughs> ace water from the ace. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> um, Audrey, um, you got well, a new tattoo first off on I got, your leg. Yeah, I got two. Oh, you got new what? Yeah. Was the other one not? Oh. No, here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh tight. Yeah, That's see. tight. What does it say? Slide. Slide. Oh, it's a penguin. Fight club. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, you remember Slide. the Fight Club penguin? Yeah. Slide. Yeah. Nice. So I got that one, and cool. then I got yeah. Um, and I haven't really been drawing lately. <laughs> it's alright. Um, this week was kind of a big week for me. Um, I've officially been here a year. I know I keep kind of saying that there's like milestones and so forth, but me too. <laughs> my yeah, 
Hashtag me too. Um, Wait, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, that was a but bad joke. That was a fucking bad joke. Hashtag don't, same here. Don't kill. Yeah, there you go. That's better. That's a little. Thanksgiving was a little the day less that offensive. I met Gabby. Oh. Which means that. Me too. Sorry. Same here. Um, same here. Because. Wait, you met Gabby on Thanksgiving? No, but. Clo- a week before that, when okay. I moved here, I went down to Bangalore. So and I was like, was what's the- this place? And she was like, I was like, oh, it's a tall lady serving beer. Cool. Okay. Rad. <laughs> so, yeah, um, through my sister, I met Gabby, and the rest yeah. is fucking history. Um, and I have this whole amazing network, um, including the people that I lived with in Napomo that I now joke are my adopted Cali parents. They were like, at my winery. That's what they said. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Chris and Dar are lovely. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, so that was kind of a big week for me, just kind of processing all that stuff. So I think that kind of has to do, do with they know not feeling friends? super. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because we talked about it, actually. I meant to tell you um, we had breakfast with them yesterday, so yesterday before they left. What you're saying is that sometimes <laughs> life gets in the way of your yes. creativity, and that's okay. Yes, but I did get to watch some Netflix this week because um, I have friends mm. that have Netflix. <laughs> So, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, I know I've told y'all, um, mm-hmm. that's very, very excellent. That's on yeah. Netflix. Um, it's Coen Brothers. I started watching um, it, but I was too drunk and I was really enjoying it. And I was like, I need to just. Like, good for. Yeah, you should. Yeah. yeah. So, it's a Do bunch it. of little um, Western vignettes. I think it was supposed to be a TV show first, and they ended up oh, just doing okay. kind of just basically chapters. Six short stories of a, in the, a movie. They're all excellent. Liam That's Neeson's awesome. in one. Tom Waits is in one. Um, James Franco. James Franco. Cowboy look on him is... Frames uh, Janko. Nice. Frames um, And then we watched Norseman, which is very Monty Python kind of spoofing. Yeah. Hilarious. So that was yeah. fun. Um, I found a bunch of kind of new like psychedelic kind of stony rock bands that kind of border on metal this week. So that was fun. And what are their names? Um, so people listening to can go look this and listen. This one, they cover a lot of different genres. It's, they're called Moderator, but I found out okay. about them um, through a song called My Witch, and that's really, really good. Okay, um, cool. And then I think... And then I've been listening to that Heilung band a lot, actually. Heilung? Oh, yeah. The, the high, Viking yeah, the, music. So. Yeah, the, they're like tribal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Moderator... Um, my witch. Not really. Was I not really reading? I was reading the War of Art. I'm kind of yeah, dipping in and that. out of that one. Stephen it's pretty Pressfield. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. There's yeah. some things obviously that I'm kind of like. Grain mm. yeah. of salt with everything. Mm-hmm. Always. Yep. So yeah. It's Hopefully I'll feel like drawing more soon here. I gotta oh, move yeah. this week, but other than that. I was gonna say we we always talk about the energy momentum. It's like when it's not right, it you can't force it because then you're then it kind of bums you out. You're like, I don't want to even try now. It's like, yeah, just let it happen naturally, man. Well, the other night, <laughs> Gina, Gina that works at Traditional Tattoo, she also, in addition to tattooing, she does like really rad wood burning designs. She'll do like skate decks and that kind of thing and she's been doing That's some cool. art pieces and then her husband Dave's also a really, really, really talented artist and then my friend Louie is a tattoo artist so we were all hanging out at their house the other night, just kind of in their workshop, and they were all working on something, and I was working on just something real quick. But yeah. hopefully being around that. They're yeah. great people, so that's nice to be around anyway. But then yeah. hopefully being around all that creative energy will be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Creative people that are cool. Yeah, a super talented artist. I wish I knew some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish you did too. Just kidding. <laughs> Woo, Come too. on back. Same yeah. here. Same. Hashtag oh, same shit. here. Hashtag. Yeah. Um, all right, you guys. You guys feel good. 
Yeah, forget about it. Yeah. Brenda, do you want to add anything? Come on over here, Nothing. Oh, that's perfect. I told you I'm married. <laughs> and, and on that note, we're, we're done, you guys. Thanks. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. 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 Clink, clink, clink. Thanks.